The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. So because I 100,000% believe that everybody in the world should have at least one psychedelic experience in their life. At least one. Yeah. Like, these things that you see, you'll never see in real life. Like, there's no way. Of all the drugs and the things and everything, even through a bad trip, I would never, ever, ever take back doing, like, psychedelics. Yeah. Because I've just... Third eye is open, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It's funny because you always talk... We, when we talk, we hang out off, off, off mic. <laughs> You always talk about the person you used to be. And I'm like, I cannot see that. It sounds so weird. Dude, me it and sounds me. so weird to hear what, how you try to explain how you used to be. I'm like, huh? Yeah, because I'm super not it. Yeah. Like, even my friend Joseph that I work with, uh, we talk about it all the time. He's like, man, I don't know what happened. I miss mean Courtney. She was way more fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just nice to everybody now. <laughs> and my sister was talking about it yesterday when we were <laughs> at my mom's house. And uh, I said, saying something about having like a pen because my sister's like against smoking oil because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm about the flower. You know, she's very yeah, one of those. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I smoke it all day and I'm fine. And she's like, bitch, that's your medicine. You need it. You're mean as fuck when you don't have weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's your medicine. It's your daily. Keeps you keeps you right here. Yeah, it does. It keeps me in a nice space. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Um, Hey, we're back. It's tube time. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. You know what, though? Think about this. We could have the day job that this dude has on the show we're talking about today. Dude. <sighs> this dude, like, hates his life. He has no emotions. Like, you there's just he's no done. feeling. He's burned out. He is just over it. Um, let's jump into it, dude. We're talking about a TV show that we kind of found on the fly last week. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, let's just kind of see what's out there. And we're going to do, we're, we're doing a HBO Max show with Bill Hader called Barry. I was excited because I like Bill Hader. I really do. I think he's a good act. He's a good actor, even in dramatic roles. I've seen him do some dramatic roles, but his comedy roles are great, especially SNL stuff. It's amazing. Okay, I've never actually seen him in anything yeah. before. Like so this his- is your first time with him. <laughs> yeah, and I do appreciate the stoicism of his acting. Like he is very good at being just like unemotional and calculating, yeah. and pretty fucking hilarious to be honest. Yeah. The idea is for this show, it's, it's Barry is a, a hitman, right? Yeah. Who uh, ends up kind of stumbling into the world of acting, and that's what the whole premise to this show is going to be. Well, the he... The entire series. Yeah. But he's like an assassin who was in the military. So, yeah. like, he has a background of having been yeah. in the army, I believe. No, he was a Marine. Yep. Yeah, he has a background of being a Marine, and then he kind of fell into being an assassin after he came back from war right right let's get into it dude let's talk about this episode this yeah this like, is, it's, it's straight what i like is that so sometimes we watch shows where there's a lot of things going on and mm-hmm. we have we go through it and then we're like oh no hold on 
this happens first. Yeah. Whereas this, this is very much like this happens, then this happens. It's, it's like straight through. You're going right through this storyline following just this character. And you feel what this character's feeling the entire episode. Yes. And he feels a lot of things. And it's really fucking funny because he's so stoic. Yeah. Like, so we open to what looks like a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And our main character, Barry, he's walking out. Of and, the bathroom. Yeah, he's walking yeah. out of the bathroom. And it looks like he was just washing his hands or mm-hmm. taking a piss, whatever. And like it, you pan over to the side and you see what looks like uh the what what was it called uh, the energy vampire from fucking what, out of the shadows <laughs> Colin the energy yeah vampire. Colin it looked like Colin was just fucking moited like he got yeah. shot right straight in the fucking forehead yeah dead body in the bed and you're like what and then you see you see Barry in the background picking up a gun and like unscrewing a silencer putting it in his pocket putting mm-hmm. the gun in his jacket and he's he's like patting himself like did I forget anything he's looking around the room like. Hmm, did I forget anything? Make sure nothing's left behind. And again, dead body in the bed, bullet through the forehead. Yeah, it's just zero emotion. Like he has no de- yeah. anything. He's completely detached from the situation. And we're right in. It's like, okay, this is it. This is this is our character. He's a killer. Here we go. Let's do this. Yeah, which I did appreciate that because it was like there was no guessing what was going nope. on. You no like you immediately no knew. Yeah. Yep. And, and then the next piece is you are immediately knew too because it shows him sleeping. And you see like like his his uh, Marines stuff on the on a shelf. There's all these different kind of images while he's sleeping and the music's going on. Well, he <laughs> you see him sleeping on the plane first and yeah. then he oh. walks into his apartment yeah. and his apartment is a fucking shithole. Yeah, it literally looks like he should not be an assassin. Like yeah. I thought assassins made money. Apparently he makes fucking minimum wage yeah. and lives in New York city somewhere. And he's like <laughs> skulking around like you could just see this is a dude that if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, yeah, he's having a bad day. Oh, he's always having a bad day. His apartment's having a bad day. It looked like the dirtiest shithole I've ever seen. Like everything was just like it. The only thing in that room that did not look like it had like grime on it was that fucking Metallica poster over his bed. (laughs) Old school Metallica. I saw that. I was like, yo, old school Metallica. Um, He's like the human version of Eeyore. Yeah. The way he's walking around in this show until a little later on. But yeah, so we kind of get to see his life. It's depressing. He's blah. Um, I think wasn't he watching TV for a little bit? He watched TV or something. He like played a, video games. Oh, that's what he was playing a video game. He was just leading like a very mundane life. Like he doesn't yeah. have friends. He all he does is sleep, sit at home, play video games, and work. And work, yeah, and wear a Hawaiian shirt to bed. It yeah. looked like it was a surfer. Yeah, and he does. He just jumps in, but he goes to sleep, and that's where we see this montage of things in his life, his his apartment. But we see that he was a marine, and immediately, um. He's woken up by this dude sitting on the edge of his bed talking about Barry. Barry, wake up. Which that freaked me the fuck out. I was like, yeah. who does that? He like, his eyes looking at him. He's like, how long have you been sitting there watching me sleep? Yeah, it's fucking weird, bro. He has like no soul. Like this dude is just fucking taking complete advantage of Barry. Right. So right. <laughs> he's sitting there and he's talking to Barry. And Barry is apparently very comfortable with him because homie's chilling in his nightshirt and his yeah. boxers. Yeah. Like he's no clothes on and they're talking about like Barry's purpose in life. And why did it take him so long to kill that guy? Like, why were you there for two days? There's no reason to be there for two days. And he's like, you know, this costs money to be able to do this. So we get the idea that that guy is kind of like the middleman. He sets up the hits. He collects the money. He sends Barry out to do it. Mm -hmm. And so during this conversation, this is where we it's established through what Barry says is that 
he's burning out. Yeah. Like he needs a vacation. He just, he, he's kind of like, how many more times can I do this right now? I really need a break. I need to get away from this. Right. And that's where he's just kind of like, well, this, you know, he's not really listening. Right. He's just kind of like, yep, this is this, this, but you have to be on top of it. You have to find your purpose. And he's like, uh, I have another, another thing for you. Well, no, he says, <laughs> I know you, maybe we not do like, you know, these, these, stupid inner city small town hits yeah what do you feel about going to sunny los uh, angeles yeah, yeah los angeles he's <laughs> just like huh he's like you really here to send me on another assignment bro like for real after i just told you i'm burned out like he's literally like looking at him like for real yeah and this dude this is why i feel like everybody can relate to him and we've had these conversations at work this dude is the worker that's complaining to his boss saying this is not good work conditions i need to be paid better i need to do this i need to do this and his boss looks at him and goes uh so also what i need you to do is this yeah and is like totally tone deaf and doesn't get that the worker is like i am burning out but he's gonna do it i mean this is his job what else does he have what else he's gonna do it he doesn't even have a cat like they could have at least given him a cat he says listen you have to go meet with these chechens chechens or chechens or whatever these Mm -hmm. russians right you need to meet with them. They're the ones that are going to tell you who the your mark is, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, you got to fly out of Ontario to LA, and he's, he's like, like, "What the hell? <laughs> that's two hours away." He's like, yeah, we got to be conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Barry's like, "How much cheaper was it?" Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It's all about saving money for this guy. And clearly, too, because poor fucking Barry, he finally makes it to LA, mm-hmm. and he goes to pick up his car. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that he's traveling, he's basically talking on the phone with his boss. Yeah. Or whoever this guy is. Fuge is his name. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, these guys are, are, they're great. I told them that you're my top guy. They're going to hook you up. He said the ride is dope. And you get this, like, fucking hatchback, old school (laughs) fucking, what, I don't even know what kind of car that is. It looked like a station wagon or something. Yeah, I don't know, man. And, yeah, and he's telling him also, like, these guys are, are like, these these are hard guys. And he goes, you know, it would impress him to say something about stabbing a guy in the nuts or something. And yeah. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, you, you want to say, make sure they know that. They, you, they have to know that. Trust me. They're going to be impressed with that. <laughs> and <laughs> so he goes just, to meet these guys, right? And it's two guys. And this one dude, have you ever seen this actor before? I have seen him. I don't know in me what, too. but he always plays like a fucking weirdo. He was in, did you ever watch Gotham? Yes. He was Mr. Zaz, the dude that has the, he would make like little marks, like the, he'd keep track of all the killers on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's him. And uh, that's that's where I knew him from, but I know he's done other like kind of movies where he plays the, the, these villains and these kind of criminals. But yeah, he's got a very distinct look, complete bald and no eyebrows either. Yeah, I wonder if he has alopecia. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's an actual thing. Like this dude literally looks like he could be an assassin. Like yeah. he he looks like a fucking freak. I think in yeah. it makes him having no eyebrows like that and the way his eyes are make him look like he's deranged at all times. When yeah, he's looking at you and talking. He actually kind of looks like One Punch Man. Have you ever? Yes, seen? He does. He do- <laughs> dude. If they did it for real, if they did a live action movie, there you go. Yeah, One Punch Man grows up a little bit. There he is. But like the dude's character in this specific movie is very weird because he's so like happy go lucky. Yeah, because he's a ca- well, he's in California, bro. He's a, he's in L A. He's a yeah. gangster in L A. <laughs> he's wearing loafers and fucking like a polo shirt. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Betty, Betty, I hear so much good things about yeah, you. We yeah. talk, we talk, let's go. And then he's like walking Barry 
through the this mansion that they have. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we, we talk outside. The kids are watching their Jesse. Yeah. And there's <laughs> all these little like preteen girls in this living room with this old lady who's obviously kind of monitoring them. They're all watching the, was it Christina Applegate show? Is that Jesse? I think that's yeah, what the show is. And they're watching it just like stopping and staring at this guy like, who's this guy here, right? And the thing I like too is that this entire time, all the way up until he finally talks, Barry has this look on him like... All right, let's do this, right? He just sits there like, okay, all right, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no enthusiasm. There's nothing. He is just kind of numb going through the motions of what he has to do to do the next job and get back home. Yeah. So Barry sits down. They're outside on the back patio. Uh, our bald wonder. He is discussing, <laughs> <laughs> he's discussing with Barry that they need him to take care of something that's kind of like a menial task. It's not like a huge thing, but they have so many things going on that they just don't want to dirty their hands with a murder. Yeah. And Barry's like, okay, cool. So sitting next to Baldy is his boss. Yeah. And Who totally looks like a Russian. He's got the sweater. He's a little overweight, right? He's a probably little mid, overweight. Mid, okay. He's overweight, mid fifties. <laughs> He's got like a Bill Cosby sweater and he's got like the gold chain necklaces. You know yeah. what I mean? And like this just dead look on his face. I thought he was drugged for a second. I thought he was just like drunk or drugged. Yeah. No, he's just like the whole time at the beginning. Yeah. But he's just playing like the silent strong type, I think. So the bald guy's like, we need you to take care of Ryan Madison. So his name, the bald guy in real life is Anthony Kerrigan. But this character is no ho Hank. No ho. No ho. Yeah. No ho Hank. Okay. And he's, yeah, he's Chechen. He's, he's something. something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Noho yeah. is like, <laughs> we need to, to take care of Ryan Madison. He is personal trainer. He training. Who's the, the, the big boss man? Uh, I don't know him. I'd have to look him up. Well, this guy also does have alopecia for real. Oh, that's, that's why. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So big boss man is Goran. So Goran found out that his wife is fucking her personal trainer, yep. Ryan Madison. So time to kill him. <laughs> yeah, but like, he doesn't just tell him that that's why. Right. Fucking Noho pulls out a, a lipstick camera and he goes, I planted this in the room. <laughs> These There were too many frequent personal training. <laughs> and then I found this. And he hits play and it's like, a video of this lady fucking a dude. Like, yeah, she's just riding the shit. It was like titties out. Daddy! Goran's like, what are you doing? Turn that off. Slapping it. Like, shut it off. And no, and the and Noho's like, no, sorry, my bad. And he's like, why do you, why, why you got to show him this? We just want him to kill somebody. He don't got to know. He's like, delete the footage. Delete it all. And Barry's still just like. But, you know, Noho just kind of wanted to see that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's you like, know, let, me, let me see this real quick. Because, I mean, his wife was pretty banging. Like, she was tight. I mean. The personal training sessions were paying <laughs> off. So, <laughs> um, we Barry. We saw the workout. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Abs. It was all abs. But Barry. Um, <laughs> so, Barry. <laughs> He's just like, okay. Well, I figure maybe if you would like. I can stab him in the nuts. Like, that's something that I have done before and I would be willing to do again. And they're like, what? Yeah. And he's just, 
He's just doing what his boss told him, and they're like, "You can't just shoot him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "No, no, no. I can, I can, I can do that." I just thought maybe he's like, "No, why, why we want you stab him in nuts?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Noho goes, "Being shot is very painful. I have been in fact shot, and it hurts like really bad. So yeah, I think being yeah. shot is fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "All right, all right, cool, cool." <laughs> so he goes to follow this guy, right? He finds him, and he sees he's, he's watching this dude. Um, talking to somebody right after class you know he so he's at the he's at the gym and so the guy gets in his truck and starts driving so barry's following him down through la you know pulls up to this big building the guy goes in barry sits out there he's waiting so after a while you get the the sense that he's been waiting a while he's like what the hell where's this guy at right so he gets out and starts heading back there and he hears this woman who's just like fuck you who the fuck do you think you are you know what Fuck you. Who do you. And she just kind of keeps repeating herself. And he comes around. It's this lady sitting on the stairs and she's got a piece of paper in front of her. She just keeps going. Fuck! And then she gets like, huh, what the hell? Who are you? She's all pissed at him. And he's like, um, Barry. <laughs> and she's like, well, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh, and then someone comes outside and she goes, you're on. And she goes, fuck, and runs yeah. inside. And Barry's just so confused because this lady has just apparently got Tourette's. And he follows her in. Yep. And she's on stage. And she's like, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are asking me these things? Fuck. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, we see apparently like someone that's coming back to haunt me, Fonzie from why Happy is, Days. Hey, why is he coming back to haunt you? Because I literally... I love Henry Winkler, dude. I love him too, but I literally just brought him up like last week. That's amazing. And here he is in this show, which hilarious because <laughs> I do love me the Fonz. He's great. He's like, stop, stop, stop. And he's like, you know what? You're crap. Get out of here. So basically we're seeing that he's stumbling into an acting class. And these two people are on stage and this is the girl outside. She was practicing her lines in. She's not do. She, he's basically like, you suck. He wasn't basically like he told her, you suck, dick. Go home because you're never going to make it as an actor. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, and he really roasted her. Yeah. He's like, do you see her? She came and stopped me last week in class and told me how she doesn't think she's going to make it crying over coffee like a little fucking bitch. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow. And she's just like, she starts getting like, how dare you? Like getting all heated at him. And, and she's he, like crying. And he goes, stop keep going with it that way and he points so basically he's like go use that and so she uses it and nails it too she has emotion in her scene and she looks like this is legit you know hurting her and as soon as she's done she's like seen tears coming down her face he's just like everyone's like cheering (laughs) well you didn't mention the fact that her line before end scene was suck my dick yes. and i was like wow <laughs> and barry is just confused like, as fuck but he's also this is what i like too bill Hader's really good at this we saw him dejected and like you said very kind of like meh this whole time during this you could see on his face something's happening he's like what is going on right here it's almost like in his mind he's like what is this like what is happening there's almost like a little magic happening while he's watching this go down watching how how the Fonz talks to her, right? And then watching the magic actually happen, he gets that out of her. Like, he sees this whole thing go down, and on his face, he's just like, holy cow, right? And, and it looked like he wanted to feel that emotion. Yeah. Like, and Fonz jumps in there and hugs that girl, and he's just like, I'm sorry, you know, that was just to get you to open up, right? He's like, yeah. I love you. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, in comes his Mark, Ryan, yep. and he's like, 
oh, I need a scene partner. You want to do it with me? And Barry's like, uh, I guess. And he literally ends up on stage yeah. with the person that he's supposed to fucking shoot. Yeah. Well, who's, play, who's playing a Jamaican drug dealer? Or oh, like my God. When he had that like mop on his head as dreads, I literally could not handle it. How about that accent, dude? It was I I can't even like mimic <laughs> the Jamaican accent that rough. he had going. It was very rough. And I love that you could see his blonde hair coming mm-hmm. out from underneath yeah. the dreads. But um, his lines are all like like Barry's character in these in this this scene is like coming to him without enough money. And so he's supposed to be getting pissed at Barry and like, what the hell do you think? You know, he's, he's putting this whole scene on and Barry is supposed to look kind of like nervous and creeped out and, or, or scared. And he does look nervous because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing and how the hell he ended up on stage with his mark in front of people. Do you know what I mean? So like everybody on this, on the, on this, uh, in the seats is looking at him like an actor mm-hmm. who's acting this way when in real life, he's just like, the fuck do i do right now (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and it comes to the one line that barry does have in this and all he does is read it really fast he's like uh everything that i have i gave it to you they're not no not one penny more not one penny less blah and then the dude's like it's empty and he like rips all the fucking chinese food that he's eating off the table and then he goes end scene and And he's like, dude, thank you so much. That and was everybody's clapping. Yeah. Ah, yeah and Barry has this look on his face again of like, whoa. Right? He's feeling this come from that energy come from them that they're actually reacting to something he did. And I like the way they did that while this is happening, they have him turn and then yeah. you see the spotlight. Yeah. So it's kind of like that that cliche of like, you know, he wants to be in the spotlight. And this is his moment now. Like, yeah. It's like that epiphany moment of like, Oh my God, this is what I've been missing my whole life. So now he's an assassin that wants to be an actor. Yes, he's gotten bitten by the bug. He's fallen in love with acting from this, right? But not just this, because right after this, they're all getting starting to leave and stuff. And these other actors are coming up to him like, you know, oh, you know, uh, w- oh, no, the one guy, uh, uh, the, the Fonz, he looks at him. He's like, you know, you weren't so good. He goes, but, you know, be back here Monday with your... your um, monologue ready to go you know because he thinks he's a student he goes you get one free class that was it come back monday get ready with your monologue and so now they're all like hey we can help you and they take him out they all go out for drinks at the residuals the residuals tavern amazing and this tavern is this place where like failed actors go (laughs) well that's the thing about la so here's the funny thing and i could appreciate it because i had friends you know i had some friends that moved out to la and and i've heard this that uh what that girl says when they're having this conversation because he says something like oh are you from here to one of them and she's like nobody's from la right like people move here from everywhere else and one of the things they show is real that pretty much almost everyone you come in contact with in the service industry either wants to be a producer, director, or actor. Mm-hmm. They're all working their day job so that they can make that one chance at stardom happen. Do you know what I mean? So like in this bar, yes, I love the fact that it's called residuals because it plays on the fact that people are getting paid off of you know these old shows or whatever. But then it's it's also everyone in there is an actor. Everyone in there is from a different town. No one's who they say they are, right? Well, Even with names, because that comes up. That and they had the collage on the wall, and it's yeah. just like a bunch of people's like faces, like yeah. their mug, uh, not mug shots, <laughs> their uh, glamour shots. Yeah, their headshots. Yeah, and they're all signed or whatever. And then they have like these checks next to them for like two cents. It's, you know, <laughs> it's just like ridiculous. Like you could tell this is the place that all yeah. just actors go. Yeah, and. 
they really start to show the dynamic of the cast members in this yeah. like improv. I don't know what yeah. is it? Acting, it's an acting class? class? Yeah, basically an acting class. And so the blonde girl, uh, what was her name? Ooh, I'm gonna get up the cast so I can take a look at the names. Um, that would be Sally. Okay, yeah. So Sally, she seems to be like the main person in this group, like yeah, the popular the girl. Yeah, because as they're ta- as she's talking to Barry and explaining that no one's from LA, you have like this black girl sitting next to her, and she's like, "Well, actually, Sasha. I'm I'm from LA," and like no one's paying attention nope. to her. <laughs> and then you have another girl next to Sally, and she's just repeating everything Sally's saying. Natalie, yeah, yeah. So then Natalie, you, did you ever see the show The Good Place? Uh, yeah, she plays, she plays uh, that Janet, Janet, right? Yeah, ding, Janet. Yeah, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, she's so good. She is, and um, you have Ryan next to Barry. Yep. And for some reason, did Barry tell them his real name? I don't know. Because he or said I don't Barry he, Berkman. Was yeah, it. is that his last name in on, in real life, or did he make that up too? That's why I wasn't sure. Because he told them that he works in auto sales. I think that really is his real last name on the yeah, show. Yeah, which is fucking dumb. Dumbass. Yes, exactly. Well, he was so thrown off. He was not expecting what was happening to him right there. <laughs> He's feeling. He's just being like, this is... My life doesn't suck right now. Yeah. You know, this is what I need. This is almost like a vacation to him. And it is, dude. Like, think about that. When you go away on vacation from work, it feels like it doesn't matter where you go. It's so nice that sometimes you're like, I could move here. Dude, I do that every time I go somewhere. I'm it's like, I just vaca- want to live here. It's called vacation something syndrome or whatever. Yeah. But it's because it's different from what your mundane life is or what you perceive as like, ugh, my day to day. Right. Yeah, exactly. So for him just that experience he had on stage and now being surrounded by these people who are very animated, very friendly and very this and that. He's just like, whoa. And even the guy that he's supposed to kill, because in his mind, I kill bad guys. I kill bad people, shitty people. This guy's really nice. He's really nice to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that dude's just like, you did awesome, man. I'm so glad, you know. what? Well, it's awesome. Like, you could just see him being like, okay, I like this. Yeah, and all the, the people in their group, they decide to go out and dance yeah and so sally's trying to get barry to come with her and you could tell that sally's kind of like attracted to Mm -hmm. barry it seems and he's clearly attracted to her because they do that gay cliche thing where like she's dancing and it's all in slow motion motion and he's watching her and then she kind of looks at him in slow motion and then he's looking at her and then (laughs) they're smiling at each other yeah the little smile the Mm -hmm. and his mark ryan is sitting there hammered and he starts Barry Berkman. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> why would you tell him your real name? I know, dude. He's like, you should really change it. He goes, when I can't, that's not my real name. That Ryan, what, what is it? Ryan Madison? Yeah. That's not my real name. He's all drunk. He's like, what, what did he say his real name was? I His don't name even was remember. like Chet something. It yeah. was like something weird. Some nonsense. And he's like, you should be Barry Block. <laughs> he goes, because when I look at you, you remind me of a block. And I was block. like, well, that's fucked up, but okay. <laughs> because he's very kind of stoic. Like you were saying, there's this kind of veneer he puts on that's very just kind of like a block, right? And, there's nothing I mean, there. He hasn't opened up to them yet. No, I could see him as like a giant Lego. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's just like, in his mind, he's just like, what is happening here? And then all of a sudden, here comes Sally. And he seemed excited. He's like, oh, sweet. She's back. Yeah. And she's like, hey, Barry, can you take him home? He's got like seven DUIs. Yeah. And I, I fucking <laughs> died. I was like, oh, wow. That's also appropriate for an actor. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And now again, I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit. Something happens to, to, to Ryan. Barry's the last one seen with him. So he can't kill him now, right? Yeah. 
And he takes him back to his place, and that's where they have this kind of, this kind of connection where Ryan's just like, "No, dude, you were great. Like, thank you so much." He's like, he made some comment about like again, and it insinuates that when people are in acting classes both actors are going out of their way to outperform each other because they're trying to make a name for themselves, right? It's a a dog-eat-dog world out there. And he was so appreciative that Barry just kind of let him do his thing and and let him have the spotlight. He's just like, thank you so much. You know what I mean? He's like, what are you going to do for your monologue? And he's just like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. He's like, no, you really should. I mean, just go home and Google monologue. Find the best one, dude. He's like, I'll work with you. I'll help you. He's like, really? (laughs) Okay. And Barry's like so confused because he's used to quote killing the bad guys, yeah. and Ryan's a pretty nice guy. Yeah, he's and just- even hugs him. He reaches in, he's like, "All right, bro." He's hugging him, and all of a sudden we see that hug, but from a different perspective. We see it from a monitor, like it's being filmed on camera. Yeah, because fucking Noho and his lipstick cameras. Like this dude needs to stop with these fucking cameras. He's got a lipstick camera on his dashboard of his car, and they're across the street monitoring what's happening, and they're picking this up. And he's like, is he fucking hugging him? What is happening? <laughs> he's like, am I seeing this? <laughs> what the fuck? And he looks at the guy next to him. What the fuck? Yeah. And, um, then, and then it cuts immediately to the next morning. Barry's in the in his hotel room. He's getting woken up with the knocking on the window. He was not in a hotel. He was oh, in was a it? shitty motel. Oh, mot- <laughs> motel, <laughs> yeah, notel, ro- holiday inn. Yeah, exactly. A roach motel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's Fuchs standing outside the window being like, oh, no, he calls him first. Mm-hmm. And he answers the phone. He's like, let me in. He's like, huh? He's standing outside the window knocking there. And he lets Fuchs in and he's like, what the fuck? You're hugging your mark. Like, what are you doing? Why yeah. isn't he dead yet? And like, given the situation, he did make a smart move of not killing the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, when he told them that he would kill Ryan, he said it'll take a couple days. Yeah, true. So there's going to be him earning the trust like you got to let him do his work. Exactly. But there's a little micromanaging happening in the gangster world, man. A little. They were Get off my shoulders. Him. Let me do my job, son. I know. I'm the one you want to kill the guy. Yeah, right. Let me you, do it. You asked for me. Let me do my thing. Exactly. He can't just fucking murder him at, in scene class. Like, I what the fuck? St- I still feel for this dude because I feel like the everyman, anybody who's ever had a dick boss can feel for this killer. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> and you can tell he doesn't really want to be a killer. No, because like, now he tells his boss, he's like, I don't know, man. I uh, I think I found my I think I found my calling kind of a thing. <laughs> he goes, you want to be an actor? Yeah. That's kind of an all face uh, yeah. job and you need to not be all face. He's like, how you're would you killer. do it? He goes, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I could do like just night hits, <laughs> like <laughs> night shift hits or something. And he's like, no, like what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you? This is your calling. You're good at killing people. Yeah. Just kill people. Yeah. And he tells him the Chechen seen you hugging your mark. Like yeah. what the fuck? And that's where he's like, I fell in love with this dude I'd have. And he's like, well, why can't you just take a painting? Do painting. Adam Hitler painted. <laughs> John just, Wayne Gacy painted. Yeah, the John Wayne Gacy. I was like, come on. You couldn't pick somebody better than that. <laughs> Ted Bundy painted. Uh, like, that's right? not helping. Oh, man. But yeah, it's so basically he's like, yeah, this isn't happening. Uh, nut up. Do what you got to do and kill this guy. So barry's about to go do it he fucking he follows ryan back to the scene class which they could have given him a better car the serpentine belt on this car every time he turns it on (laughs) yeah like dude that's everybody's gonna know that everybody's gonna look over and uh, because anytime i see that i'm like what the motherfuck car needs to fix their shit yeah you like throw some (laughs) wd-40 on it someone's gonna be looking dude 
Uh, but he doesn't go in the class. He stays outside the whole time until they're all leaving, and he's watching them leave and say goodbye. Right, They're all out there, and you can see them all walking away. And then Henry Winkler's character, the teacher, comes out, and he's got this nice and escalate. Fuck, yeah, that's nice what I was going to say. He, I was like, he's making some good money off these poor-ass yeah, actors. Dude, yeah, Uh But he's getting in his car, and he's like, I'm a, he goes to approach him. And um, he's just like, hey. He's like, hey, you weren't in class today. Where are you at? He's like, yeah, uh, I got to leave town, but. Do you think I? Do you think I could have been good? Could I have been in your class? He's just like, no, you're a piece of shit. No, <laughs> that was like nasty again. Funny, like he's just like a hundred percent truth. Which I guess I get it in that profession that you have, you have to, to be like very. You can't be giving these kids false dreams because they're gonna get their hearts ripped out, and especially out in L.A. When mm-hmm. you go to L.A., you give up what you think the real world works like because yeah. L.A. is not the real world. No, the way things work out there is completely different. And some, and the, to, to be honest, that to have somebody like this who mm-hmm. doesn't just blow smoke up their ass and take their money, who's straight up with them and tells them what's up, is kind of a breath of fresh air. But you could tell he's kind of like one of these guys who's been around the block because if he sees something, he'll pounce on it. If you have talent, I'm going to pounce on it. But if you don't, don't waste my time and I'm going to tell you not to waste my time. I don't know. To be honest, I'm kind of catching like a weird vibe off him yeah. because when, uh, when Ryan handed Barry that book... That was written by Gene yeah. Carlo or whatever the oh, fuck his name like, is. Oh, he's like, just buy my book and follow my thing. Yeah, like it just seems like he's taking advantage of these actors. Because like, like, what's his name? What's the Tim Robbins? He's like a Tim Robbins for actors. Yeah, because like maybe he can teach people how to quote act, but he doesn't actually have any creativity in himself because all these actors, all they do is reenact scenes from movies. Um, but he tells him straight up. He's like, yeah, no, you're not that good. That's it, right? <laughs> he said. Whatever you put on my stage was shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just go home and do whatever it is that you do that's good, that you yeah, do good. Whatever you're good at, just go do that. Because you're not going to be able to make it here. Whatever acting is for you, that's not it. Don't do it. Yeah. And so Barry, he just like tells him. Yeah. You know, well, I kill people. I'm good at that. And, you know, Gene's looking at him like. But it's this huh. huge monologue, right? Because now we hear the story. We hear why did Barry. Why did he? Because And that's funny, too, because as he's doing this, I'm thinking to myself, how funny that. Bill Hader currently in this moment for this show is doing a monologue. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point was to him to come up with a monologue. And he does. So he tells the story that, you know, he went to war. He was out there during was it the Gulf Wars or something like that. Um, something like I that. I thought it was in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's Afghanistan. But when he came back, you know, a lot of what he did best was out there. And so unfortunately, there's not much for a lot of vets when they come back, uh, except for his dad's friend a friend of his dad's or, or something like that who's like his uncle yeah like an uncle to Fuchs. um you know they're in a line of work where they could use his talents and, and that could be used here and that's basically where he's at um that he kills people and then there's days where he just doesn't even know what he wants to do like this whole model it was great right mm-hmm. because not only was it it showed us like what he's been dealing with all the way here now it's just all pouring out and it's pouring out in a way where he's like i don't know who this guy is so i don't give a shit i'm just gonna let it all out right now right and we see that um it's it's i thought it was awesome and then but it also served to tell us his background without us having to watch it and play out for a whole episode Mm -hmm. like we got it just by him saying it and not in a way where it felt because sometimes people do that in tv shows where they they explain what's happening and you feel like oh god that's annoying like they literally wrote it like that just where this felt natural you know what i mean and it worked yeah because it felt like he was just like venting yeah And, and and we got so much of who he was in that moment 
And Gene is just like, oh, wow. What is that from? What movie is that from? Right away, he's like, what's that from? What's that from? And he's like, and Barry's confused. He's huh? like, what? He was just telling him how he feels. He goes, wait, was that improv? Was that improv? <laughs> That's genius. Was that improv? Yeah. And he's like, the storyline is shit, but... The emotion, the emotion, it was yeah. just great. And Barry's like, oh, okay. And the thing is, the storyline is shit. That's his real life. Like, But you could see, again, was that little flicker that, oh, maybe I can do this. Like, yeah. Okay. And so he's just like, I want to be in your class. Yeah. He goes, it's this much money. Be here. But whatever. It's non-refundable. Money up front. Be here tomorrow at this time. And he's just like, okay. Yeah. And then he reminds him, non-refundable, pay up front. And he yeah. goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah, yeah. He goes, okay, you be here and we'll work on you if you really want this. And then he peels off. Watch your toes. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to this is the end of the show now. He's sitting across the street and we watch Ryan pull up. And uh, he's like, pulls the gun out. He's ready to do what he's got to do. And, but he's like marching up and with a gun that has no silencer. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and, just walk. I mean, he's just walking straight up. And as soon as he gets to the car to open it, you see... Ryan's got a fucking hole in his goddamn forehead. Yep. And he looks over and he sees a hole in the windshield, which then, means he was shot from outside in front of him. So now he's got to turn and there's the Chechen. There's no ho with two. Another guy in the passenger seat. No, he's in the passenger seat. There's a guy in the driver's seat and the dude standing up through the sunroof with this monster fucking whatever kind of gun that is. But it's jammed. Yeah. He's trying to get it ready to shoot at, at, at Barry. And Barry starts walking towards him. And he's like, don't shoot me. Don't don't point that gun at me. Don't point that gun at me. And the dude's not listening. And then Barry just fucking hauls off and the like shoots him. The second that guy him. got it unjammed and started to point it, boom, Barry pulls up. And now immediately we don't see we don't see the skulking guy. We don't see this guy that's kind of like not sure of what's happening. Immediately, immediately, he's got his training kicks in. His body posture is strong. He's holding a gun where he hasn't pop, pop, pop one. It was pop, 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 like, like methodical. Like this dude was trained to kill people this way. And he nailed all three where he needed to right through the windshield guy at the top. And it was like, holy shit. This is not the guy that was just all nervous and all this shit. This dude is a fucking killer killer. Yeah. What the fuck? And then all he does is he turns around, fucking tosses the gun, tosses the keys for the fucking car, everything. Walks away. And he's out. Act like nothing happened. Goes into a diner. But then we pan Except. back to see the, uh, the Chechens mm-hmm. and they have a fucking lipstick camera going. Yep. Sitting on the dash. So that means they caught him walking towards the car full face shooting at these guys. So if this doesn't make the news and ruin Barry's cover immediately, this is definitely something that's going to be dangerous for him to stick around in one place for. But my feeling is this show says that he's staying in LA and wants to be an actor while doing this. Yeah. Does he stay killing? I don't know. Did you watch another one yet? I did watch another one, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I want to, I want to check it out because this is one that I definitely want to watch. This looks cool. Oh, it definitely does look cool. I liked it. I thought, it was definitely a very good like first episode to kind of like introduce you to everything. Yes. Because it did a really good job of explaining what the premise of this show is going to be. Right. And I see they call it comedy, but it's dark comedy. It's comedy where you look at it going like you can you can kind of laugh, but not laugh out loud belly laughing funny. Right. There are parts where I was like, oh, that's funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but not like. Ha ha ha. But it also wasn't in a bad way, like the way it felt watching Flash, where you were just kind of like. 
I should be laughing out loud. Like this is supposed to be belly laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one wasn't, but there were humorous things throughout this this whole sh- this episode. Um, I liked it, dude. I really did. I am definitely going to keep watching no, this. I definitely liked it a lot, especially at the very end when he's inside of the diner and he asks for a whiskey and the chick's like, we got herbal tea. And he goes, oh, well, I'll just take <laughs> one of those though. And he yep. sees she has something in her hand. He's like, what's that? She goes, oh, I'm an actor. I have an audition. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I'm an actor too. Yeah. And meanwhile, so he's sitting at the, at the, the, in this diner at the window, literally across the street from this, this alleyway where he just did this thing. Cause all these cops just pull up in the mm-hmm. background and he's just sitting there ordering while all that's going on. I was like, oh, this is crazy good, dude. It's yeah. Cause he's good at his job. Like he's good at getting away with things. And I mean, he technically didn't kill Ryan. So that's true. That's definitely true. He didn't do that part and he doesn't know that he was caught on video. So of course he's not really, he's not too worried. No, you know? he's not incredibly concerned, but like, he's definitely a little upset because as this was happening and he's walking away, he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Cause now he knows that they yeah. have a hit on him. Yep. And, and he's pissed because everything's fucked up. This is not the way it's supposed to go. And I'm sure like the way he kept saying, don't point the gun at me. He doesn't want to kill somebody that he didn't have to. Like, that wasn't part of the deal, right? Yeah. He doesn't want to have to. So now that they made him, it's like, fuck, these motherfuckers made me do this. Like, yeah. I didn't have to do it, but now they made me do it, you know? It's definitely a good show. And the second episode is definitely also good. Like, it's awesome. The second episode is a lot funnier than the first episode. Like, more of the situations. It? It's, yeah. I'll check it out for sure. Um,. Yeah, dude, I don't know. So I'm the same as you. I wasn't looking ahead to see what I want to plan for for the next one. It's not going to be Fletch, that's for sure. Well, are we doing an... Oh, we're, we're going to we do an interrupt. Do a, yeah. Right? Sweet, yes. Next week is not going to be an episode yet. Next week will be uh, we interrupt this program, and I will be coming with something along the lines of a paranormal story for you. I like it. Um, I'm not sure which route I want to go, because when you talk about paranormal, you could talk about UFOs. You could talk about aliens. Um, you can talk about demons. I was going to say, you right? could talk about anything. Ghosts. Really. You could talk about psychic stuff. Have, do you believe in... Oh, let me ask you this. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yeah. Dude, they're doing my show, History Creeps. I've done a lot of research and I had an episode where I covered like different stories about children, mm-hmm. little children that would talk to their parents about like, you're not my real mommy. And then they'd say who their real mother was and who they are, that this isn't really me. I'm so-and-so. And it's like an older person from like the 1920s. I like it. No, I do it's believe crazy. that because I kind of have this idea of when you die, you your spirit kind of gets washed and then you come back as a new, like you get to live a new life kind of thing. Yeah. So that's how I see it. But I can definitely see where like, you know, people could come back and still remember stuff. Like it's going to be a fun conversation because it could be that, right? It could be, it could be um, Bigfoot. I don't know. We'll talk about something Bigfoot. paranormal. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking would be mm-hmm. fun? To, and we'll talk about it after anyway. I don't want to make the listeners listen to us plan out another another <laughs> show idea. Uh, anyway, listen, guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Tube time. Another one in the books. We'll see you next week. Make sure to hit our social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Tube Time Podcast. Uh, make sure to hit up like uh, Spotify because now you can r- rate on Spotify and leave oh, comments. You can? And also do it on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you like. Um, and if there's something you don't like, don't leave, it, don't leave it there. Just send us a message on social. Say, hey, change this up because this would make it better. Uh, other than that, we appreciate you guys listening. For Tube Time, I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. We out of here.
Yeah, and don't fucking try to kill people, I guess, and then be an actor. Maybe maybe choose one prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just kind of going through a midlife crisis thing. Midlife crisis? This is a little beyond a midlife crisis, Chris. Thank you.